it turns out that the social influence aspect of what my job has become was really toxic for me. This is the big fear, and I'm so glad that you guys have like your partnership with each other, but I don't know if you guys recall, but like Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain, like there were all these mm-hmm. these brands that were brands first, people second, and that mm-hmm. will catch up to someone. Hello. Hello. Welcome to At Home. This is a place where we explore all the nooks and crannies of what makes us feel at home. The good, the meh, and the messy. We've been together over 10 years and we still have a lot to learn about each other. (laughs) I've been with myself for a long time and I still haven't figured myself out. It's a process. Well, there will be heated debates. Yeah, because Drew has very strong opinions Mm -hmm. about everything, like leaving the toilet lit up. Well, hey, we'll just bring in experts to help us solve those. What about you, though, leaving hair dolls in the shower? Ew. Uh, those are gifts. <laughs> yeah, that no one wants. This is all a part of our life at home. Love is in the air. Love is in the air. Are you feeling all like uh, drunk on mushy love from Valentine's Day yesterday? Mm, I feel drunk on mashed potatoes. I just feel (laughs) full. I'm still full. (laughs) I always feel full. So this is the thing. I think of chocolate when I think of Valentine's Day, but I have been trying not to eat a lot of chocolate. Is that your love language, chocolate? I think now it's like Yorkshire puddings and mashed potatoes. You know what would be really good? Chocolate drizzled Yorkshire pudding. That does sound amazing. Should we do okay. that this week? I know I just said I'm always full, but that just made me really hungry. <laughs> that does sound good. But it's actually, it's been a great week. I feel we've had some good chill time just to focus on you, me, and the baby. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm really distracted right now because in the podcast studio here, we've been getting a lot of moths. This has nothing to do with Valentine's Day, but Drew has <laughs> set up a really weird contraption. It's not weird. <laughs> so this is the thing. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where they're coming from. And they're the giant moths that don't really get into your clothes and eat up your clothes. They just are big and annoying. And we've been coming into the studio and literally this morning when I came in, there were four in here. And while I was on Zoom calls, there were two or three more that started flying around. But Does that mean something? Yeah, well, the, the, pest, the pest person said that, oh, they're probably just coming in from an open door downstairs and flying up. But I'm like, why is it we only see them in the podcast room? Nowhere else. So the only thing left is the vent. I've literally, I've torn this room apart. The only thing left, so I've put sticky pads in front of the vent, but I gave it a little space so the light still gets in there. So then they can come through the vent and be like, hey, let's check this room out. And if that's where they're coming in, I know where to solve it. It's a very, very cute, clever contraption. I've basically used my, (laughs) the boxes from our Master and Dynamic headphones, which are awesome, by the way. And uh, I use these little sticky pads to catch them. So yeah, I guess yeah. we'll see if it works. Anyway, anyway back to Valentine's back to Day. Love. Hope everyone had a lovely day. And whether you're celebrating Valentine's, Galentine's, Palentine's. Whatever you celebrate. Times. However you celebrate love. For you, of all the things that we've done just for our romantic time together, mm-hmm. what, what do you love the most? You. Aw, <laughs> but seriously. Um, hmm. I, uh, this is going to sound so cheesy, but I honestly love the nights, not even just like Valentine's holiday things, but like, I just love the nights where we can get ready for bed early and do Sudoku in bed, like the good old days. We were really sexy, everybody. And 
watch a movie or a show and then get hungry again and have like a snack in bed. I was literally just going to say the same thing. <laughs> I was going to say, I love that when we just kind of like cuddle up cross-legged on the bed and eat our like midnight cereal. snack and cereal or toast jam. Yeah. And watch Righteous Gemstones. Like that, that's pretty romantic That's pretty romantic. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty simple. Are we, are we giving you guys ideas for what you can all do out <laughs> for there? For next year? I was going to say this is going to be our last sexy Valentine's together before Whoa. the baby comes, but never Such mind. Such a Debbie Downer. <laughs> this will be our last Valentine's as a couple yes. instead of that's having a meant. baby. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. That that also sounded wrong. What I said, it's not our last as a couple. It's just right. this is the last time we're just the two of us, as Will Smith said. It's going to be three of us, and that's oh, not a thruple. I, I'm not talking about a thruple. Oh, so that's so weird. <laughs> anyway, I was thinking about Austin Powers or uh, Doctor Evil and Mini Me. Oh, just yes. the two of us. Oh, I was thinking you just want- the two of us. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, uh, okay. love, love is in the air, and this is our episode this week as well. Because when we think love, who exudes so much for everyone in her life? It's Hannah Hart. Mm-hmm. Hannah Hart is one of our favorite Galentine. We we've been friends for many years. We randomly met. We hit it off, and she was so she's so sincere. That's you. You can feel her energy, and it's like a tractor beam that pulls you in. A tractor beam. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Hannah, if you don't know, is an entertainer, food enthusiast. She's a two-time New York Times bestseller. Say that five times. Two, 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 two-time two, New York Times bestselling <laughs> author for Buffering, Unshared Tales of a Life Fully Loaded. That is a fully loaded book, by the really way. Really great. Also of My Drunk Kitchen, A Guide to Eating, Drinking, and Going with Your Gut. Great lessons in life. And since That, sh- that last part wasn't part of the title. That was just me saying great lessons in life. Yeah, it, it really <laughs> is. She created a YouTube series back in 2011 and she's co-produced. She starred in films. She's hosted TV shows for Food Network and uh, what was that? I Heart Food. And Edible History for right. Tasty. Yeah, so and, she's busy. Yeah, she is busy, but yet she still has so much fun and keeps it so real. She just focuses on what she loves to do and what she wants to do, which I love. Yes. And in 2018, she launched, adding to everything she does, she launched Hanalyze This, a self-help podcast that just can't help itself. We were actually on Hannah's podcast. We'll share a link to that on our social, along with a link to her book and everything else. So we thought it would be really exciting to chat with Hannah about love. Not just romantic love, but self-love and love for people and cats. <laughs> and cats, especially cats. She has two cats, hairless cats. They're adorable. The thing that's so important and what I, I think I, I feel I've learned from Hannah is about truly being true to yourself mm-hmm. and and also being open to hearing other people's stories and experiences and allowing other people to be, to be true to themselves. Mm-hmm. And in all of her work, she's consistently exuded that authenticity and it's made her one of the most influential voices in the LGBTQIA plus community. And she's been recognized as Hollywood reporters, new digital disruptors and one of Forbes 30 under 30. And yeah, the thing I love most about her is just, and, and what I want to pick her brain about is how do you get to the point where you can be so authentic? Because I'm sure she makes it look easy and even when it's not easy, she's transparent about that. And I think what most of us have probably been through is we feel as we're trying to get into you know our, our career lives and, and everything else, or even relationships, we always have this fear that are we enough? 
and you always want to put on sort of a bit of a mask to try to give people what you think they want. And it's really inspiring to see someone who doesn't put on a mask. They are just their true self. Yeah. This is Hannah Hart. Yay, Hannah Hart. Boo, boo, boo. boo. Beam her in. Okay, if ADT wasn't professional enough, now ADT installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT believes the smarter the home, the safer the security. I mean, what are they going to do next? They're, they're going to start a country singing career. I would listen to a country band named ADT. Also, I like to know what's happening at our front door from virtually anywhere with my Google Nest doorbell. Just saying. Your Google Nest doorbell? I said our. He said my. Everybody check that. Yeah. All right. Well, I like to control my ADT smart devices, like my lights, my locks. <laughs> my security system with Google Nest speakers and displays. And I like to say, hey, Google, to get started. Listen, I said ours. I'm all about ours, not mine. <laughs> Help protect what matters most with all this, plus 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help make your home smarter and safer. Thank you. You guys got us in our registry, an air fryer. You're going to get a thank you card or whatever. We just have to write them. Turns out. (laughs) And I just... Wow. What a gift. <laughs> the air fryer. The, the gift you know? that keeps on frying, but I not with grease. It's just so easy. And cleaner. It's just it's so, cleaner. so easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We haven't run out of things that we can put in there yet. We're like, can we, can we air fry this? I make eggs in the air fryer. <gasps> what? Have you done that? No. Yeah. So you just need little ramekins, like cute little ramekins, and you just have to put some like butter, whatever, into the ramekin to like, you know grease it up and then crack an egg add like hemp seeds salt it's pepper, so delicious and then just like pop it into the um into the air fryer for i don't know how long like seven minutes yeah it depends oh on the temperature God. then you, you can, can go it like out. stretch drink your yeah. water take the dog for a walk or like whatever come it. back boom or watch yeah. it or just sit there pray this, pray okay. to it this is something it. that you probably don't know this because you, you have a lot of great cookbooks, beautiful cookbooks. I know you want to display them. Mm-hmm. There's actually a magazine called Air Fryer there Magazine. <gasps> and if you have like day old, by the way, if you have like an old burger and fries, no, no, pop no. it in the air fryer. Pizza. 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 <gasps> day old pizza feels like it's fresh, crispy crust yeah. pizza coming out. Pizza. Oh. This is exciting. This is yeah. really exciting. We should just talk about air fryer. This is at time. home. This is at home with air fryer. <laughs> at home with air fryer. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, and actually, kitchen is a great spot because I know you love to cook. We've we've been in your kitchen, and we've done some some f- fancy recipes and drinks and cocktails. Been, and- we, you and I had a shenanigan during an interim kitchen. Actually, uh, when yes. I was moving from apartment to apartment, the kitchen we shared, Drew. Um, that was a that was my interim kitchen. Now now this new kitchen that I'm currently in, this is the kitchen of my heart. This is it. Well, we're going to see Heart's Heart in that yes. kitchen. And uh, one day you'll have to whip up something in the air fryer for us. But the kitchen is the heart of the home. It's such a great pun for you. But yeah. um, mm-hmm. I feel that maybe we should start there because for us, we like to dig into the backstory of whoever we're chatting with. And you love to cook. You love to be in the kitchen. So did that come from your childhood? So, no, not <laughs> at all. And done. <laughs> 
end of end of conversation. The, the <laughs> end. Thank you so much, Hannah, for being here. Uh, yeah. No, I. Um, no, no. I, I had. I grew up with a single mom. Um, and, uh, you know, she had to work a lot and it was like under a lot of pressure. So literally we just, I, we don't, I don't have any memory of any home cooked meals or anything like that. I think it's more like for me falling into like the, the, my drunk kitchen of it all. And, uh, the, the beautiful gift I've been given in this career, um, has more to do with that in the, in the house party of life, I'm hanging out in the kitchen where it's mm. quiet and warm and the food's right there and you know and it's just I don't know there's something about um, being in a kitchen that just makes me feel safe and good I don't know I, re- I really really like it and um, the the original the beginning of My Drunk Kitchen actually was just a, a video for a joke for a friend of mine because uh, I had just moved from San Francisco to New York and my former roommate was missing me and I was cat sitting for my sister and back in 2011 I made a video that was originally called uh Butter your shit, because it was about how important it is to use butter. Like, oh, like yeah. just use butter. And it evolved into this, where, where we are today. But yeah, no, I was always really intimidated, I think, by the prospect of cooking. And then now, 10 years deep into this de facto cooking career that I've had, I realize how creative and joyful a place it can be. Our kitchen's mm-hmm. very small, so Ella's not allowed what I'm cooking in the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, she is. But it's one of those kind of like shotgun kitchens that's like you have the sink yeah. on one side and the oven on the other and there's exactly X amount of counter space. So I can give her like a designated task. But yeah. then after that, it's time to go. Yeah, Get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's like true. It's like true. Chop these. Drew, peel these. And then get out of my way. Yeah. Um, I just really like to, it's relaxing, you know? And so I was like, let's do it together. And then she wants to like chit chat. And I'm like, I love you so much, but... <sighs> This is. My, I just want to focus on this, and that will relax me. And then we could chit chat while we eat. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's a, an important thing, even whether it's the kitchen or not. I think for any couple, that there are different things that different people get out of different situations. And and so what what is Zen for me, and is sort of my relaxation space, is sort of opposite for Linda. She's like you. She likes to just kind of like listen to a podcast yeah. or some nice music oh. and chill and, and cook Talk a little bit. Talk to me about washing dishes. One of my favorite <laughs> things is to put on my little like noise canceling ear earplugs, earbuds and listen to an album or a podcast and wash the dishes. And I just love it. I really do. <laughs> if you want to come over here and do it here, that's we're totally fine. Gladly. <laughs> I will. <laughs> that's like holding laundry for me. I love yeah. doing laundry. Hannah, my sister, Hannah, just looked at me like, what the, you're crazy. You yeah. have to do laundry? Well, you must have good closet space. Our closet is not a good scenario right now. And this is actually, if I was gonna, you know, we talked previously on my podcast, Analyze This, um, and we discussed which would be the next area of focus uh, for me. Mm-hmm. And I realized in this moment, after you mentioned folding laundry, because I was like, I hate folding laundry, but it's because <laughs> our closet scenario it just makes yeah. no sense. It's just terrible. I can help you with that because Drew's I am the closet master. guru. It's all about custom organization systems. You will never enjoy your home unless you have every square inch, including, including closets, working for you. I, I completely agree. So how do you make sure that the other closet person does it 
like? <laughs> you know, because like we've tried, like we've established a couple systems, but should I put labels in? Do you think? So, Maybe arrows. Linda loves <laughs> Is it a labels? shoe? With Down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The, now here's, you have the, your second bedroom. You use as an office for Ella, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a closet in there, right? Yeah. But boom, she gets her own closet. That's all already problems. there, man. But then my oh. shirts, my cozy sweaters, my Hannah, it's 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 my energy, you know. She just loves my stuff. It's very much like wearing your, you know, like you wear your girlfriend or your boyfriend's hoodie and you're like, well, I want to be close to you, la, la, la. And then they end up in her closet and then I'm like, is this, have you seen my blah, blah, blah? And she's like, hmm, maybe. No. And no. then I go to her closet and she's like, no, my secrets. I, I, I slide back the door because she has the bigger closet, you know, because, and then I see, I see a pile. <laughs> it breaks my heart. She is Linda. She is Linda. <laughs> Linda, where I'm surprised right now she's not wearing my sweater because all my things go missing. I'm like, have you seen that? Or, or I'll, I'll have worn it for uh, an episode of the show. It's a very particular a item of clothing that you're looking for. And you're like, yes. I need this and it needs to be clean and not wrinkly and this, that, and this, that. Yeah, and then it's missing. And then from time to time, because Linda will wear my sweaters without, like she'll just do a tank top underneath, right? And you know, there might be a little bit of the armpit um, that rubs up on it. And I don't, I always have an undershirt, but when I wear it, and then I'm like, wait, this wait is on the clean, the clean shelf and it smells Smells like a teenager. Uh-huh. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Speaking, I feel your speaking, pain. You're speaking right to my heart. Just be grateful. Me. That you guys don't share the same like pant size because I'd be like, I need this specific pair of black jeans. You know what though? We do. I we 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 do now because of my growing belly. Oh <laughs> yes, yes, so, yes. Well, that that doesn't help the length though. Like there's not. Still, but uh, I just uh, roll short shorts on you know? Still a good I look. Roll, like still like a cute Drew look. Donate a lot of his. I don't know. I feel like you're still growing taller or something. <laughs> but like he Stuff has shrinks. a donation pile. I'm like. oh. What's this? And I, like just today, oh, I like picked up a pair of pants. You, you got to just put it straight in the car, man. You know, because otherwise <laughs> yeah. the L's and the Lindas they'll find yeah. it. And be like, well, They're- I'll take this. And I'm like, no. The whole point is that I'm trying to create space. Uh, yeah, no, that's so exactly true. it. But you know, as long as somebody can get some enjoyment out of it, we do on on set. We call it a, a fire sale. Mm. And because f- from from filming and then from that's like classier photo shoots, than what I call it, a free pile. Yes, there, that, there you go. It is a free pile though, but I'll bring it and I'll lay it all out for everybody. And almost like vultures, all the crew will like, <laughs> they'll, they'll descend the hill. a lot of good stuff. It's good yeah, stuff. Man. And I, would, it's I mean, all I'm like, gone. let me know. I'll sneak yeah. on the set. I'll check it out. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Done. Uh, there's, yeah. A, there's a place that's an organization here in LA called My Friends Place. And they work with a lot of like, um, like homeless teens and youth. And a lot of our clothes we take there because, you know, we, we're cool young people, man, you know? Um, but <laughs> they are just really, fantastic when it comes to bringing in kind of like appreciating quality items and bringing it in. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's and good to know. I, every time I drop something off, I'm like, by the way, the staff should look at this too. It's good stuff. You know, but yeah. I do th- I'm, I'm crazy, man. I will clean shoes. I like clean them off and bring them over and like the whole, yeah, that's me. That's true. It, it, you have to, no one wants to, I don't want to hand hand off something that's, that, that's dirty, or whatever. I want it to be nice and clean it's and very considerate. It, it, it's always somebody can always not reuse. Not to mention all the armpit stink I have to get off things. You know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hear you. That it's stuff my, doesn't come out. Like my it doesn't, and it's like my big button down like short sleeve shirts. She's like in the mind now, and then I'm just like, oh my, yeah. But no, it's that's just, so it's Ella's funny. voice. Oh, that is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, she's like a, a 90 year old Chechenian lady. I know. It's, it's crazy, right? We've all got our kinks. Um, 
Well, so, I'm, uh, I'm glad we were talking about home design. And when we were doing your podcast, Analyze This, because we do want to ask you how you design your home. Oh, yeah. Not just like all the physical space that we've all been talking about just now, but like the emotional part of, you know, how you design your, your life and how was your home life growing up? Like, how has that influenced the way you build your, your home now? Well, I come from a really, really different background than the home that I've, I've manifested in this experience. And I think that there are certain things that are priorities uh, mm. and others that aren't. Like, we grew up in total chaos, you know? And, and Ella didn't. Ella grew up in a really clean and well-organized lo- like home. And mm-hmm. so it's so funny because I think that as a result of that, to answer your question... The things that I pick up on are just totally different from her, you know, mm-hmm. where I, I'm basically kind of like living my dream. My life is my dream because I have such a mm-hmm. wonderful home environment that I get to create. People mm-hmm. always say like, mm-hmm. what do, what, where do you see yourself in five years or what do you want to do with your career? And I'm like, well, I want to pay my mortgage every month and I want to continue to have this house. I mean, it's great. I'm trying to grow some jasmine right now. Trying to make a little jasmine, jasmine grow up the side of the patio. I think that would really be beautiful, you know? Yeah. There are so many convenience items we have as a part of like our lives, like the Roomba or, you know, like so many convenience items to make tidying up faster and more efficient. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as somebody who gets a lot of satisfaction from the cleaning experience, there are certain things that I choose to do, you know? Yeah. yeah. Washing dishes. Exactly. Washing, washing dishes. dishes, you know? So can you tell me this? If we dive back into sort of, like you were saying how, you know, Ella's uh, growing up and you're growing up were very different because mm-hmm. you're so funny as well. Was that sort of a mechanism that you you had or used when you were younger as a, a, a support, something as a mental or emotional support for yourself? Oh, very much so. I think that like so so many people that you know, grow up with like single parents or have to kind of resource aggregate for themselves at an early age. I watched, I mean, I was a latchkey kid. I watched a ton of TV, you know, and I have my sister and humor is just such an inherent part of our lives. And it's kind of like the comical dance of human existence. And I think a lot of people got to spend a lot more time being introspective, especially in the pandemic era Mm -hmm. of life, like uh, as being at home in 2020. But for me, I grew up in that kind of existence. I would walk straight home after school and spend three or four hours with my thoughts. You've always, it seems like you've always been so open and transparent in your work um, and so authentic. And in your memoir, you you kind of preface it, like in telling your your personal stories, it used to be all about privacy and processing Mm. and time, which I think was like so good to hear because in, in this world, in this day and age of like, sharing yes mm-hmm. it it does help to hear other people's stories um so it's very appreciated but at the same time it's so important to hear that um we do also need to honor our privacy and our, and the way we process things and the time we need yeah can you talk about your journey of how you processed your stuff and how you decided to be like okay I'm ready to share it yeah no it's a wonderful question i think that like we have this like um this really strong share culture and the good news is, is that it's, it's always a choice, no matter how much you don't think it is. Like you exist no matter what. You exist if you, mm-hmm. I don't even have a Facebook. You exist if you don't post to Instagram. You still exist on all those levels. Um, and so in 2020, as a person who had built their career off social media, I just put one day, I just couldn't do it. And I just put BRB up on everything because mm. the, the, the reckoning that we were going through as 
a nation, mm-hmm. you know, racially, socially, and physically, health-wise. I really needed myself. I needed all of myself. I needed mm-hmm. me. So I wasn't up for grabs. Good on you for recognizing what you needed. And even though your livelihood was that community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is a livelihood without a life? I started out as a content creator, not a social influencer. And mm. it turns out that the social influence aspect of what my job has become was really toxic for me. Mm-hmm. You know? I think and, it is for a lot of people. Yeah. And how do you deal with that now? Like what boundaries have you set for yourself within this environment? I'm, it's a really slow roll. Like I'm tiptoeing back. I'm, 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 I'm very, very conscious of what my output and input gain ratio is. I'm kind of like easing myself back into something that I had built up so, so intensely that it actually had started to like eat away at me. And I think that like, this is the big fear and I'm so glad that you guys have like your partnership with each other. But I don't know if you guys recall, but like Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain, like there were all these, Mm -hmm. these brands that were brands first, people second, and that Mm -hmm. will catch up to someone. Yeah. And I'm not ever going to, I, I, Pulled the plug, it's not going to catch up to me. Yeah, yeah I, I feel that way sometimes because like we are lucky to be able to share what we share with the world on the platforms that we have. But at the same time, I do find myself like before I share something, I'm always holding up this like filter mm-hmm. of like, ooh, am I allowed to do this? Ooh, what are Is people going to think? Is this Linda enough? Yeah, yeah. Or, or mm-hmm. not even me. It's never, I never think about like me first. Like not, is it Linda enough? It's like, is it on brand? And it's so, it's so silly. Well, it almost feels, it almost feels sleazy when you're just putting something like, or, you know, a lot of people like to put their best self on social media and you don't see the rest of it. And actually one thing that I, I've always really loved with you is when you share, you're sharing everything. You're not just sharing the pretty image of something that there is. You've shared some very vulnerable moments. And I think that that is, I feel that's something that's really connected us even more because I love you for that. And I think it helps a lot of other people realize too that everybody mm-hmm. has something happening. And I think the more we can connect with each other by with those moments, it, it makes a difference. But just putting up something that is for the brand or something that is just false, it just feels sleazy. It's hard. It's like a consumption cycle. I'm grateful that I was able to kind of hit the emergency brake on my career and it was scary and we're still figuring it out. But the most important part is that like, I mean, I have a loving home and a loving relationship mm-hmm. and I'm in love with my work again. Mm. And like, yeah. Oh, that's good. As, as uh, we discussed in Analyze This, as someone very pro quit your job, like pro quitting, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, when I fell out of love with my work, I mean, I was just on. Un- Unbearable. That's just not who, that's not the life I wanted to build for myself. Like, why have your own company? Why have your own business? Why be like a self actualized quote unquote brand if that's the boss and you're the yeah. product? But as you're, as you're sort of rebuilding, a big part of that is your support net, your mm-hmm. community. Your, Ella is obviously a huge crutch um, for your support. How is that dynamic at home? I think that now this year, she feels more empowered to make decisions. Cause she, ne- Ella was like the salary man. Like she was very focused. Like she worked in high school and then went to college and she went to Emerson, which is like a film and media production school. And then she got out of Emerson and immediately worked at this uh, production company and then Buzzfeed and helped start Buzzfeed video and like all this stuff. So we really connected to each other because we were both young people in our twenties who had, you know, Forbes 30 under 30 and like accrued independent success. And for her, the higher and higher she went up the corporate ladder, 
the less and less empowered in her career she became. How ironic. I know, right? But that's the yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah. When we met, she was like, I could never be a freelancer. It's too terrifying. I need like the 401k. I need the salary. I need the, the security mm-hmm. that comes mm-hmm. with having a, a path. Mm-hmm. And she also found that that form of security ended up being corrosive for her. Yeah, yeah. and the security isn't really... You're not really secure. No, you're not. Like, no. <laughs> no, you're not. Like, I, was, I read this thing on Reddit the other day that was like, the stock market's funny because when it's good, nothing changes. When it's bad, we all lose our jobs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> ADT now professionally installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT believes the smarter the home, the safer the security. Help protect what matters most with 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. You said that very professionally. I try. (laughs) Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help you make your home smarter and safer. Going back to you, now you're you know, back in love with your work. Yeah. What does that involve now? Like, how did you get there? Asking for a friend. Yeah, it's a good good question. Good question. Um, Asking for a friend. It's a work in process still. You know, back in like 2017, after I published Buffering, which was like this really powerful piece of work about the first 30 years of my life, I was like, you know, I think I just want to like game for a little. I think I need to just like take a break for a second because I just like Mm. really exposed a lot of stuff and I just need to cool my jets. Um, But that's when I had the Food Network show and like all this other stuff and it just didn't stop. And it went chugga, 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 chugga. And so now for for the little kid to come full circle that was stuck at home with no resources, just bored out of their mind, just sitting alone in a house. I, I have built this a life where I can bring that child into the present moment. And I have arts and crafts, I have games, I have companions, and I've made the space in which I can be happy. And so right now my priority is recognizing that and living in the present for it. I, I acted this year, I was in, uh, I'm getting into more acting because that's kind of like play, it's, it's great. Yeah, um, I love it. But yeah, just, it's, it's a slow process, but it's organic and real and it's safe yeah. that way for me. And, and so exploratory it feels, like just hearing you, you talk about it, it's just like, oh yeah, this and this, but I'm enjoying all these things and they don't necessarily all have to like work together as like, ooh, is this cohesive enough as a brand? It's I'm learning just, Spanish. Yeah, it's cohesive. Oh my gosh. Ah. <laughs> Never learned it. Gonna learn it. That's amazing. I am learning it, you know? Bueno. <laughs> bueno. <laughs> what? I, I try it. Si. Did, you, did, you, did you say bueno? I, I said bueno. Drew's pulling out his, you know, Spanish, Spanish skills. skills. Yeah. yeah. Si. Tu hablas uh, español? Uh, un petit peu. Un petit peu. <laughs> Je comprends. That, that was French. Je comprends. I forget how to Je conjugate comprends. that. But like Je language comprends. hobbies, man. You know? That's great. It's good. That's but no, that's great. I, I feel like you had said you, when you had sort of hit that wall, you unplugged, you, you broke down. I, but, re- I stopped journaling after my first book I, or after uh, buffering that book. I was like, I was so scared uh, of someone taking it away, you know? <gasps> but that's, that's proof of feeling. Because mm. I was like, wait a minute. This didn't belong to anybody but me. So this is, yeah. this is mine. 
Yeah. What was I thinking? Well, that, and, <laughs> you know? and this is what yeah. I'm curious if there, are, if there are certain things anybody else listening that has been in that point where they sort of hit that wall and whether, you know, whether somebody was just dealing with, you know, anxiety or depression or whatever they're dealing with, what are some steps that you can sort of lay out that have really helped you get back to that restart spot and move in the direction that you want? Well, one is that if it's not working for you, it's not working for you. Mm-hmm. Like it took me like five years of therapy for gratitude to work because I, I was like, this is not mm-hmm. working because so much of who I was as a survival mechanism was the positivity, mm-hmm. acceptance, gratitude, slowing down. Like, wow, look at this orange. Like that kind of really, like that was already there for me. Those, that was already my coping. So, um, but I kept being like, what's so wrong with me? I can't even do a gratitude. Like what, why do I get this like really like, adverse reaction to the idea of doing a gratitude journal. That's fine. Whatever, Hannah. Don't force yourself to do it. Find a different thing to help yourself. And I think mm-hmm. that that, you have to start listening to yourself. You have to. So mm-hmm. of all the tips and tricks in the world, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many resources out there and online. And if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't mean that nothing does. It just means that you have to, maybe there's some more truth you have to admit to get to the tool that you need. Yeah, to trust to trust your intuition. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you know. Yeah. If you're like, hmm, yeah. is it that thing? Well, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah, but yeah, how, ma- how many of us try and change our, you know, we try to change our internal dialogue in a, it just to suit a certain narrative. And People it's just, get hives on their skin yeah. and they're like, oh no, it's cool, I just get hives. And it's like, buddy, you just, you just break out in hives. Cool, and that's not like a clue or a sign. Is it about? And it's like, oh no, it just happens. It happens. Yeah, I'm like a Marvel character, you know. Yeah, it just happens. Yeah. It's my, just, it's know, my super like, hero like Ella, power. Um, who had had like really, really like debilitating anxiety. Like her hands would literally shake, and she's like, oh, my hands just shake. And it's like that slowing down long enough to be like, it's not that I just get hives. It's not that my hands just shake. Like you matter, you know. Yeah. And no one else is going to support that until you do. Mm-hmm. None of society is going to reinforce that until you do. Mm. Yeah. And that's where I question, I don't question, but it, I just always go back and forth with like the gratitude stuff. Like, yes, of course we can be be grateful, but it doesn't negate what's really going on. Like these hives or my thyroid issues or whatever it is, you know? Oh yeah. And I'll tell you, Linda, I use gratitude now but it took like five years of some really great healing for me to even get to the point where the gratitude is so much more dense, mm-hmm. you know? And it's constant, you know? But no, I, it did not work at the start. Like I was not there and that's okay. Sometimes you're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel what, what I need is because Linda and I are very different and for me to support... Linda and what I need to do to support her is to really try to make sure I am supporting and not trying to fix. I trust. Um, and it's, yeah, I, I think, and it is a really hard thing. And I know I can be a, a strong point of anxiety for Linda when I'm trying to control, get her, like change I'm it. I'm trying to get her over something in my Turn way. Turn the dial. And change it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I just it, on, off, on, off. And, and all I'm actually doing is on, angrier, angrier, <laughs> making it worse. I just broke the knob Turn off. Turn it to 10. Turn it to 11. <laughs> so it's 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 tough, but I think that's something. And I'm, I'm always, any resources, anybody listening as well, any resources that somebody has, has um, seen, whether it's a podcast. Um, and again, I agree, analyze this. 
absolutely amazing. The conversations and what just organically comes out of you from your experiences is phenomenal. Great talker. But I think that's something for me. I love, you're a great bullshitter. I mean, talker. Um, but I, I love that because for me, I soak up whatever I have there and then I find what works for me. Yeah. And I find what gets through. There, there are things that Linda and I butted heads about and it, it, we just can't seem to get through to each other. And then there's one thing that Linda says that gives me a whole different perspective and I see what she's been saying in a different way. Yeah. And I'm still trying to get there because it's we're, we're so different. Well, yeah. you know what? There is... You're going to be so happy, Drew, because there is a, an actual tool that I can show you real quick that I think is is really helpful. And uh, uh, give me one sec. It's right over there. One sec. Okay. It's, All right. Another a, surprise. I guarantee you, it's, it's a cat. I just brought a cat. Oh. I was, that's, that's what, I just what said. Drew just said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is so this? This is, this is a pillow version of something like an emotion wheel. <gasps> yes. Yeah. This really helped me because I'm a big like... Like if somebody's <gasps> asking me a question I don't have an answer for, I can't even speak. It's like my throat is so tight. I'm just like, my yeah. jaw is tight. My throat is tight. I can't, I'm just like, I don't have the words. So oh, wow. this is filled with words and the um, most outer circle is, are words like abandoned, empty, isolated. And the closer you get, you get depressed, lonely. And then inside it says like the base feelings, sad. So fear, mm. anger, disgust, happy, surprise. And I use this, if I can identify one of these feelings to realize what I'm actually feeling. Right. You know, oh, it, it, oh my God, it is phenomenal because I was sitting there trying to use like anger coping mechanisms, but yeah. turns out the feeling I was actually feeling was fear. Hmm. And the, so what you apply for anger versus fear versus sorrow are all different. So if, if your coping mechanism isn't working, it's just the wrong coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's that's a really practical, cool piece of home decor Isn't right awesome? there. Isn't this awesome? It's a pillow. An emotion I, wheel I, pillow. I literally thought it was like a hemorrhoid cushion when you first I mean, brought it's it like over. A I don't know. My, I, isn't this amazing? Because like I carried this wheel during 2020, during like my going dark and my, my, my journey and like self-processing healing. I had, Ella gave me, you know, Ella had gone to some anger management courses and she gave me this wheel. And she was like, you got to start here. You know, because she was like, you mm-hmm. got to learn how to talk. Because like, she's super good at identifying what she's feeling because she also went to like mm. a Waldorf school. They're very like touchy-feely and like, you know, it, it, it just really, she's just m- more adept at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I That's literally really cool. took my journal and would take the wheel and find how I was feeling and just write it out step by step and then apply, you know, a different coping scenario. Like, do I need, if I'm feeling scared, I probably need a hug. If I'm feeling sad, I might need some chocolate. Oh, sorry about swearing. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's really great. I like that. I feel we should get, we should yeah. even have it in here. We will get that. Oh, wheel. you're going to love it. It's so good. I use it with my, uh, I, I have uh, one of my best friends and I, she's kind of like helping me rebuild and I use it. I'm like, look, I'm just feeling overwhelmed, <laughs> you know? And which one's overwhelmed? What do you guys think overwhelmed? Pulling up the pillow again. Oh, do you guys want to know what overwhelmed is? What do you think it is? Yeah. Um, Anger, disgust, uh, sad, happy, surprise, fear, overwhelmed. What do you think? Fear. Fear. It is fear. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Um, I think. I I think that's great. Here's a question for you. Yeah. We were at your wedding. Great wedding. We absolutely loved it. It was gorgeous. It was whimsical and fun, and you guys are amazing. Thank you. How has how has your dynamic, because how long have you and Ella been together? What year is it? I guess five years. 
Five years. Yeah. So has your dynamic changed since marriage? Or have you found that you've always been the same? Huh. Well, I mean, we both worked out for like two years straight for our wedding looks, you know? I had a backless thing. <laughs> I, I, I'm like super ripped. Um, you both looked so sexy. I know, yeah. you looked so good, right? That was, my memory was like sexiest wedding ever. And I was like, thank you, memory. Thank you. We look great. My arms, amazing. Since marriage, <laughs> um, I've gotten really cuddly, man. <laughs> like I was so motivated. Aww. So I have to get back into that. Like it was just such a relief. But no, we haven't changed at all. I mean, we were partners. That's how we want, we knew we wanted to get married to each other. Yeah. We did the couples counseling before when we got engaged because we both mm-hmm. are, are, are children that come from uh, families of divorce and we don't have any, like, I don't know how to put this, like highfalutin. We don't have any like really shiny ideas about human partnership, but we wanted it to work. So we worked on it. You worked on it as well before there was you know, the problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. You're being proactive and that's so smart. Hugely because like, it's just all about communication and trust and safety. I think that like each of us had low thresholds for the other's discomfort. So if Ella mm. perceived me as being stressed out, mm-hmm. she would be scared for herself. She'd be like, I want to make you not stressed mm. out so we don't have this energy in the house anymore. Uh, and that's not helpful. Or like if I perceived yeah. her as depressed, I'd be like, I want to make you go take a walk because that's what I need when I'm depressed. But you know what? Yeah. She needs to watch Netflix when she's depressed. I need to go yeah, outside. Like everybody's different, but it takes trust. Yeah. And, and you have to say like, I'm scared because I see how sad you are. That's mm. on me. No, literally this helps me because I have a hard time in that way, um, building that trust with Linda to be able to support her. And I know what I try to do to help is not helpful. Yeah. And you can't just prescribe the thing that works for you to someone else. Yeah, and exactly. It's okay that you might need to comfort yourself, self-soothing. When I would perceive her being sad or withdrawn, which is so unlike her, I would feel so scared. And so it actually had nothing to do with trying to change her. It had to do with that I needed to self-soothe myself Mm. so that I would stop putting pressure on her, which would take energy away from her own self-care. So is that where like you would need to go for a walk? To process yep. what you're seeing. Yep. Or if I'm like, I know yeah. you I know you want to watch TV for like hours, but I can't. So mm-hmm. or if I want to be in the same room, I'll put on a podcast and do Sudoku. You know, like mm-hmm. but just something, right? Like I think we're taught that we need that partnership means sameness. Yeah. And that is just yeah. not the case. No. You know what? It's so there's so many things that you're saying that really speak to me. This is like a therapy this session. This is. <laughs> Namaste, um, babies. You guys want to see the pillow again? <laughs> <laughs> you want to see my if pillow? If you like this, you're going to love my books. No, we're going to be sharing links as well. It's been a lot of fun. It's been deep too in the sense that I actually feel that there's a lot that I want to. I want us to continue chatting after this. Yeah, we, we need to this. like DL after this yeah. so that we don't forget yeah, thank what you. we've learned. Good, I mean, Hannah you guys have already heart. done the hardest part, which is to be curious and kind and brave together. Mm. You got this, you'll be fine. Thank you, thank If Ellen and I can do it, we're a couple of nut jobs. <laughs> well, aren't, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah, we all, we are all in our own way. <laughs> we're all squirrels. We're all squirrels. <laughs> well, last bit of info we need from you yes. is for our speed round, if you're ready. I'm so ready, okay, hold on, let me take a sip of water. Water. All right. 
That's all the time you get. Okay. All right, what meal makes you feel at home and who cooked it? Uh, when Ella cooks tuna pasta. Ooh. Yeah, it's like asparagus, mm, nice. a tuna from a can and just like some gluten-free pasta because I can't eat gluten. Love it. Love it. Nice. What smell reminds you of home? It could be the tuna pasta as well. Lemon. <laughs> we have a lemon, lemon tree. I had a lemon tree growing mm. up. I love the smell of lemon. I love lemons. I love lemon. Me too. Yeah. What's your perfect Sunday morning at home? My perfect Sunday, wake up, uh, we listen to good food on NPR. There's a good food, the, the public radio. We have KCRW mm -hmm. here in LA. It's wonderful. We put it on. I sit on the couch with uh, like a puzzle. Ella sits on her couch. We drink coffee and we, we listen to the Moth Radio Hour. I mean, we both love listening to listening together and listening to music together mm. and jazz. So that kind of vibe. Very cool. Side note on games. I know you like Sudoku. I am a huge Sudoku nut. We, we were going to go head Sudoku. to head. Linda and myself will I use used to play with my friend nights. in college where we would race to finish the same yeah. puzzle. Yeah, yeah. we, we, we do, do that too. That's our, that's and, our romantic night. And people night. would make fun of us because we'd be like, uh, what are you guys doing tonight? Oh, you know, we're just going to have some romantic Sudoku time. <laughs> but yeah. they thought it was like code for sex. And we're like, nope. no, we're no, actually we're just going to play Sudoku. <laughs> yeah. I have like and, the ones that go from, you know, easy to like incredibly hard. Oh yeah. I love it. I just love it so much. Let's do that. Let's let's do one. We'll get together and we'll do some all the same puzzle. Yeah. Star Battle is another one you may want to look at. I'll send you the app. Star Battle. Uh, Wait, Star is it battle. the one where you're on a team and you're like say no. Oh, no. What is no. that one called? It's it's like a Sudoku, yeah. but Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Most vivid memory of home. Uh Christmas. I made ornaments because we had a tree, but we didn't have any presents or decorations, but we had a tree. Mm. Yeah, it was really fun. And the tree smelled great. I mean, if you ask me, living tree, great investment. <laughs> great investment. There are companies now where you can um, get a potted tree and then when you're done with it, you can return it. Oh, that's so cool. So yeah, that we just do living. full electric, man. We're just like, what? I, it's like so hard because trees are so beautiful. So we do too. Yeah. Trees, yeah. trees are beautiful, but I don't like cutting them down. I, I don't neither. Like the pins, we just we the, the when we needles. accepted when we both looked at each other and we're like, do you want to get a fake tree? I was like, I would love to get a fake tree. Nice, <laughs> Scott. Living trees, faux trees are the best. Just, no you know. way. Oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Last question for yes. you. What is a memorable growth moment? Like a weird mole? <laughs> yeah, could be yes. that too. What kind of hair if it's, on if it? it's memorable. Uh, well, I had a mole <laughs> removed on the side of my head and I was really, really little when it happened. So I had no idea that eventually I would have a shaved head and a bald patch forever right here. What? Oh. It was, but I'm glad I got it removed because it was huge. I, I have yeah. a bald patch on my beard here. Yeah. Was it from yeah. mole removal They've or? It isn't, oh. no. But uh, from a mole removal, I have a giant scar on my stomach. And they said, you will never even see it. You won't even notice we took the mole away. And I'm like, really? Yeah, no. Really? So tell, tell that to the dime-shaped piece of this. And I, <laughs> like ever since I started cutting my own hair, people are like, we can tell. I'm like, this is a scar. <laughs> it doesn't grow hair. <laughs> um, actually, I have one last random question that has nothing to do with anything. So your your name has so many like pun opportunities. Oh, Hannah, yeah. It's a palindrome. It's yeah. a palindrome? Yeah, oh, yeah, the first name, yeah. Uh, but mm -hmm. with heart and stuff. What's your your favorite play on your name that you've ever heard that somebody's given you? <sighs> heart of the Matter, probably. Uh, heart of the Matter. Yeah, Home is Where the Heart Is, you know. Favorite. Okay. That's tough. Yeah, no, I love it all. Get to the heart of things. All right. Yeah, no, yeah. just heart, man. It's great. I love my last name. And Ella has it now too, Ella Hart. 
Oh, Ella Hart, so cute. Do you guys, did you guys, when we first got married, I call her wife and she calls me wife. I'm like, wife, my wife. I'm always like, hello, wife. It's so mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> it's just, it's great. I called you my wife too. Yeah. Hey. What's up, yeah. baby? Yeah. <laughs> Lindy, husband, husband, get me this. Mi esposa. Es muy bonita. Ah, sí, sí. I've been a studioing. Noches. A studioing in your studio. Well, well, thank you for joining us. We 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 love getting our heart on. <laughs> I was gonna say this was a nice heart to heart. It was a nice heart to heart, wasn't it? <laughs> I prefer mine. What about mine. Scott? Hold on, I love a single malt Scott. <laughs> yeah, beam me up. Scott, I'll, uh, I'll text you something. Uh, no, Drew, Drew is better. Drew is uh, an easier play on almost anything. So. Drew's good. I'm Linda's Drewber. Yeah, I or drive like around. I, I Scott your back. Oh, I Scott oh, okay. your back. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> you got to start from scratch. No, forget it. I'm out. Oh, whoa, no, whoa. I'm out. That, that's a I'm whole out. other thing. Anyway, thank you for joining us. And thank we will you so see much. you again in person soon. Yes, yes, yes. For Sudoku. Sudoku. Absolutely. And by the way, we have an amazing team and just want to say a huge thank you to all of them. We could not do this without them. Brandon Angelino. Annalie Bell. Hannah Fan. Courtney Iwanis. West Friend. Chris Cobain. Nicole Schachter. And Sabrina Ayakobuchi. Also, our theme music is by Victoria Shaw and Chad Carlson. And our music composed and produced by Rick Russo. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have a few seconds, don't forget to subscribe and rate. Yes, please do. Please do. And also leave comments on our social media at At Home. We love to hear from you. Dun, 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 dun. ADT <laughs> now professionally installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT is awesome and believes that the smarter the home, the safer the security. I can't wait to see what they do next. They're going to put Google Nest doorbells on the moon. <gasps> da, da. Actually, I'd like to know what's happening at our front door from virtually anywhere with our Google Nest doorbell. I do love how when we're out at dinner, we can see exactly what's going on at the front door. And we can control our ADT smart devices like... Lights, locks, the security system with Google Nest speakers and displays. Mm-hmm. All you have to say is, hey, Google, to get started. Well, I think it's great for people to help protect what matters most with all of this. Plus, 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help make your home smarter and safer. Hey, Google.